From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Today we're visiting with team member Chris Rogers, and we're going to talk about some snowboard fundamentals. Chris, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for having me again, George. It's always great to be on the show. So snowboard fundamentals, I, I know they're all important, but uh, is there a fundamental that for you is is one that you really especially like to address? Yeah, so, you know, I think one of the most valuable things that came out of the, the evolution of our performances and body movements into the fundamental statements um, is the separation of pressure into three different concepts. So when you look at our board performances and kind of the way we've talked about snowboard performance and movements previously, we talk about tilt, twist, pivot, and pressure. And when you look at the fundamentals, we go from four of those board performances to six fundamentals. Tilt has one, twist has one, pivot has one, and pressure goes from one to three. So now we have three specific fundamentals about pressure. And and the reason for that is pressure concepts were always uh, a larger concept than the other fundamentals that we that we used. It was a it was a bigger concept. The different ways that we use pressure, and so as we moved into the fundamentals, it became important to uh, elaborate on how those pressure concepts interact with what we do on a snowboard. Now, Chris, before we move on, I really want to get into the the verbiage of pressure because I think that's one of the. It, of course, it's an extremely uh, fundamental to teach. But how do we say that? I'll, I'll hear an instructor saying, "Okay, pressure," and it's like, what does that mean to a student? Yeah, I think I think that verbiage can be confusing, and you know, the different you know what we're talking about is forces and and moving moving forces along around on the snowboard and. Um, uh, there's when you just stand out on a hill, listen to instructors teaching snowboarding, you'll hear all sorts of different versions of it, like push on the on the on your toe side, you know, push on your left toe, wait on your front foot, um, you know, all of these different versions of trying to get people to put weight in a place that's going to help make the snowboard perform. And and the the most drastic element of this is our contact points, the the edges at the tip of the snowboard is really where the turn starts. As long as you have pressure, say you're on your heel side edge. Uh, kind of doing that heel side slip and trying to get into a toe side turn. As long as you have weight on that heel side edge, it's it's impossible to get the snowboard to release. And so by by shifting our weight towards the nose of the snowboard, we're subtly twisting the snowboard and we're putting our weight down the hill, which lets us start to release the board, get it down the hill, and then we can actually change edges. But but yeah, you'll hear all sorts of different versions of pressure, weight, forces uh, of kind of the instructor trying to get the student to apply weight to a part of the snowboard to have an effect. And that's that's really why these fundamentals are now broken out into these three different concepts that, that we talk about moving pressure along the length of the, of the snowboard. We talk about managing pressure along the width of the snowboard, across the snowboard, and then vertical pressure. And all three of those are so vital. And it's, you know, it's again, you, you think about just like one word pressure versus three different concepts around pressure. The fundamentals do a much better job of illustrating to our our instructors, which hopefully allows them to do a better job of teaching their students how how we manage that pressure. And are you seeing that uh, really become a part of our lessons now? You know, I think the fundamentals are not necessarily designed to be uh, part of the instructor to student language, right? Like we talk about guest spacing language and instructor language. Like these are more of a training tool for our instructors and, and better allows them to have better understanding. But I don't expect a, a, a good instructor to be out on the hill um, telling their student that they need to be 
controlling the board's pivot through flex extension and rotation of the body, right? We, we, we're teaching in a much more guest-centered language, but by creating these fundamentals, it allows us to train instructors more effectively. It allows our instructors to have a better understanding, especially at that new instructor and in level one uh, kind of instructor zone, have a better understanding of how our body movements relate to board performances, uh, kind of how that overall fundamental of snowboarding works. And that's going to let them give better, better lessons. So, and in the end, yes, it's going to create a better lesson, but I don't necessarily expect the instructor to be using that verbiage uh, with their students. And how has this been received by the snowboarding teaching community in training? So it's been an interesting path. We uh, started drafting these. This was one of the first years of this, of this team term in, in uh, the fall of 2016, we started working on, on putting these together with the national task force. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we've seen the success on the, from the Alpine side and it, it took them five, six years to get buy-in and, and really become part of the, the vernacular and part of the way that they teach. And, and for us, we, we had what we considered true fundamentals. We had flex extension and rotation. Like that's what the human body can do and tilt, twist, pivot, and pressure. That's what the snowboard can do. And the combinations of those is how you, manage a snowboard and so we have like very fundamental concepts that we were working from and and so our fundamental statements are actually a little bit more complex than our our base fundamentals but they do a better job of explaining what it is that like how the body relates to the board performance how the board performance relates to the to the body they they create these equations that that really help explain that especially for new instructors and level one instructors like i said and so initially these were a, a little co controversial, like just starting to explain, like we're not reinventing the wheel. The, these are the existing concepts as they relate. We're just putting them into these statements that put them in relationship with each other. Um, but the need for them was maybe not understood initially. It honestly wasn't until we had finished drafting them in the, in last summer, the national task force voted to officially adopt them. And these became our, our, true fundamental our, our final kind of final fundamentals here and it's only been this last winter that we've been clinicking and starting to explore them and there's two very different reactions one is from longer term instructors who again maybe don't understand why we've we've gone this route and and showing showing people that this isn't something new it is um a better or, or a different way to explain what we've already been working with. The other reaction is from new hires and level ones and even some level twos who have come up, you know, are, are newer to what we do and find it incredibly useful. It does a much better job of explaining that relationship. And so the, the adoption and, and the, the, the use of them from that side of things has been great. And as we've got more comfortable presenting them, um, we're having, we're finding it easier to explain to, to more tenured instructors, like here's the value in it. Um, and then the other place I've seen it as incredibly helpful is more and more of our instructors are getting both their Alpine and snowboard certification early on. And the value of the fundamentals and the way that our organization is, is using them now is that each discipline has fundamentals like these. And so if you've already got your Alpine one or you've already got your Tele one, we're now speaking the same language in snowboard. There's some subtle differences to the fundamentals and, and, and mainly about how we relate 90 degrees to our equipment from an Alpine setup. But 
they make sense if you already understand the fundamentals of one discipline. It makes it really easy to understand the fundamentals of another discipline. And that's, you know, one of the best ways to get ahead with instruction as a career is to get certified more than one discipline. And so the strength there, the value there is is so, so strong. It's, I'm really identifying with what you're saying, Chris. I, I actually won a snowboard at our halfway through the season party this year. And my goal was to actually teach a first time on snowboard lesson by the end of this season. That was I was really sad not to be able to achieve that goal. Uh, and learning and, and hearing about the six fundamentals in snowboarding now, it, it actually made a lot of sense. Uh, I'm having a blast out on the board or was having a blast until it got shut down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, it, I, I really enjoyed getting to clinic on. I mean, it's been something that's been really theoretical for the last three or four years. Like, we've been talking about them a lot. We've been building them, like, testing them, proving them, and and tweaking them. You know, coming up with these statements was a really long, involved process, and it took um, national team members and it took national task force members who are division le- discipline leaders from each division spending a lot of time making sure that we had this right, that we had the right the right wording here that we had the right fundamentals that, you know, you don't want them to be too basic. Um, you know, you, you could, you could have a statement that just says a, a snowboarder uses body movements to control board performances. So that's, that's a fundamental. That's truly what we do, but it doesn't say anything. And then on the other end, you could have 20 different fundamental statements that explain much more detail, but is maybe too much detail. Who's going to memorize 20. And we went back and forth. I mean, there were times where we had three or four and there are times where we had, seven or eight and we ended up with these six and you know i think what's really strong here is that they it's the same five from alpine worded a little bit differently but the same five from alpine plus twist managing torsional twist um and and so it really speaks to the strength of what alpine created because we went through our own process you know we put those aside we didn't build them off alpine we went through our own process and what we ended up with was very similar to what alpine had come up with as well and these are truly six fundamental elements to controlling a snowboard. The other thing that I think is really important with, with the fundamentals is they don't speak to how you control them. They speak to what the relationship is between the body and the equipment. So, um, for example, one of our pressure ones is control the relationship of the center of mass to the base of support to direct pressure along the length of the board. So what this is talking about is managing our relationship of body over board along the length of the snowboard. So I could move my board under my body or I could move my body over my board. Um, I can do this through independent flexion and extension of my front and back, ankle, knee, and hip, right? This is all about managing that 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 alignment across the, or along the snowboard. But so what we say as a fundamental is it's fundamental to control that relationship. It's fundamental to control where you are on your snowboard. Sometimes you might want to be fore. Sometimes you want, might want to be aft. Sometimes you might be shuffling the snowboard underneath you. Sometimes you might be uh, doing a nose press or a tail press, right? Like there's all of these different things that we do to manage or control that relationship. And what the fundamental doesn't say is how you need to do that. What the fundamental says is what that relationship is. So if you're doing an ollie, I can use this fundamental to coach you through the how of the ollie. But the fundamental is still the same. You're controlling that relationship of the center of mass to the base of support. There's also a lot of linkages between them. Right. So going back to that idea, that that um, example of an ollie, there's two really primary fundamentals you're going to be using in that ollie. You're controlling the relationship of the center of mass to the base of support to direct pressure along the length of the board. And you're also controlling the magnitude of pressure created through board surface interaction. So 
uh, most people recognize a proper ollie. You're going to move aft on the snowboard, so you're managing your pressure along the length of the board. And then you need to pop vertically. So in that, you need to flex and then extend um, and pop out off that back foot, uh, back ankle, knee, and hip extension to get yourself in the air. So those two fundamentals really cleanly describe how to create the ollie and what that ollie, how that relationship is between the body and the board. But there's many different ways we could talk about actually teaching an ollie. You could be going for length, you could be going for height, um, you know, you can push the board out from underneath you, you can move your shoulders and hip over the tail of the board. So there's lots of different hows to accomplish that what. Chris, no kidding. I loved your explanation right there. It was so clear, concise. I literally wanted to get up out of my chair and try what you were saying. <laughs> and that's that's the beauty of these, right? They they are so descriptive and and make it so easy to to walk through any movement that you might be doing. And that's the way I use the fundamentals is is like their lenses. And I think about sitting in a optometrist office and getting your eyes checked and they're like, is lens one better? Click, click, or lens two? Click, click, lens two? Click, click, or lens three, right? And they go through all these different lenses asking which one makes the clearest picture. And the same thing works with these fundamentals. If you're watching a rider, you're doing movement analysis, you're, you're watching a student come down towards you, these six fundamentals can work like a checklist and you just roll through them like, uh, do I need to focus on managing pressure along the length of the board, along the width of the board, vertical pressure, uh, is pivot, is tilt, right? Any one of these could be your low-hanging fruit. You're like, oh, yep, um, right in the initiation of their toe-side turn, the rider is a little bit aft on the snowboard, and here's all these things that affects. That's an issue with controlling a relationship of the center of mass to the base of support to direct pressure along the length of the board. So that's one where we're going to be looking, you know, you like immediately grab onto that fundamental as one you might want to focus on. Um, and the other thing I would say about these is I've used the long-form description of these most of the time in here, you know, the actual fundamental but we don't expect people to memorize these word for word. And the same things happen in the other disciplines that use these. We've written them in a very uh, unified language across all of the disciplines. We're using the same words, and they're, they're, they don't roll off the tongue. We don't expect people to memorize them. We expect them to be useful for um, the concept, and then there's going to be a vernacular around the actual language. So I'm more often going to say that we need to manage pressure along the length of the snowboard. That's tying to that first fundamental. It's not as descriptive. It's not talking about the center of mass and the base of support. It's not including all of those details. But it is capturing the essence of it. And so, you know, if you're just having a conversation, feel free to, to talk about managing vertical pressure or managing pressure along the width of the snowboard, controlling torsional flex, right? We're tying back to these fundamentals, and the fundamentals have all of the detail in them and in that full relationship. Um, but we're not expecting people to, to memorize them word for word. And I think that's really important because that is kind of cumbersome language. Well, Chris, as I said at the beginning, it's always great chatting with you. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us. But before we go, I'd love to hear, I know Colorado, we're safer at home right now, but uh, any plans for May and June? Yeah, my, my plans have mainly revolved around uh, the occasional splitboard session. And then, you know, the lakes and rivers are calling. I've had my slingshot paddleboard out and been out on the river actually been playing on uh on a sling wing their new uh their new airfoil wing that lets you uh like kind of catch it's like a windsurf kite hybrid and, and you hold onto this wing and slide around on on the lake instead of a paddle it's been pretty fun done a couple of downriver whitewater trips already this season and you know i'm looking forward to hopefully a basin opening up in the next couple of weeks i know they're they're hoping to be able to open we're just uh waiting to see what happens with 
with the the Colorado um, lockdown, safer at home side of things. And, you know, there's also a possibility that Hood opens up uh, for the summer. And I'm definitely looking at how I could get out there and do a camp or even just go slide for myself. Chris Rogers, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. Always a pleasure, George. From the PSI ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.